Welcome to the Half Hill Report, news and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live as we do every week from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. This week's letter isn't exactly from a listener. It's from my faculty advisor, Professor Talib. And she writes, <clears throat> let's see here, Tosh Mafuni, since you will shortly be beginning the second year of your journalism program, I have a new assignment for you. Oh, boy. First of all, I'd like to commend you on your success as a broadcaster and your interviews with correspondents and guests. Well, that's nice. However, uh-oh, none of those actually represent true field journalism. For your assignment, I would like for you to research and report on Azeroth as it was before the Cataclysm, and compare that with your actual observations of the impacted sites in the present day. You may choose whatever sites are of most interest to you, or that you can find the most information about. But the assignment requires, oh dear, that you actually travel to those sites. I'm willing to accompany you on your trips if my schedule allows. Please feel free to contact me if you have any questions about this assignment. Oh, Professor Talib. Ah, jeez. Well, this sounds like an awful lot of work and travel, but... What am I going to do? I guess there'll be a new feature on the show. Thanks for writing. I guess. And now, on with the news. Turning to local business news, at a special meeting of the Half Hill Chamber of Commerce, local vendors and service providers expressed their concern that Half Hill didn't get the franchise for the recent worldwide free t-shirt event, which went instead to the neighboring Silken Fields. Speaking for the tillers and vendors, Gina Mudclaw stated that while the t-shirts were free, the resultant traffic would have brought potential customers from all over Azeroth. The Chamber of Commerce committed to developing a plan to try to bring the event to Half Hill next year. In sports news, in a stunning last-minute upset, the mighty Mooshans of Half Hill Ag lost their preseason warm-up game against the traveling Yaks of the Coda School of Backpacking and insider trading. The Mooshans went into the final period of play with what appeared to be a comfortable lead, but late in the period, the Yaks offense executed a stunt play known as the Lucky Do Shuffle that resulted in an incredibly rare quadruple critical, giving them the lead. The Mooshans offense lost the opportunity to regain the lead on what looked like a sure scoring play when freshman LG Windtail fumbled the ball, which the Yaks recovered and held possession until time ran out. Coach Moe Drift Branch and the Mooshans honored their opponents with a midfield bow before returning to their clubhouse, where we got a quote from senior starting left inside strongback, Jan Ironchain. Yeah, well, you know, it sure wasn't the way we expected to start the season, but boy, those Yaks sure surprised us with that lucky-do shuffle play. And, of course, nobody blames LG for how things came out. She's going to shake that off and do just fine. You know, all I can say is we'll regroup and come back for our opener against the Emerald Wardens. Hey, can I say hi to my mom? Hi, Mom! Professor Talib and I attended the game in our new Mooshans t-shirts, I might add, 
and even though they lost in an upset, they certainly gave the crowd a thrilling game. The Mushans open regular season play in just a few weeks against the Emerald Wardens of Tion Monastery. Well, you certainly won't experience an upset when you shop with the fine vendors of Half Hill Market, who offer everything you need for garden, farm, and kitchen at reasonable prices. So before time runs out on you, get down to Half Hill Market. Open every day, all year round. A world of shopping, right here in our own backyard. It's time now for Dwarven Dispatches with Eamon Wetbranch, sponsored by Nessingwary Safari. The last we heard from Eamon, he was still in Nazjatar. Let's hear what he's up to this week. Hello, lad, and greetings from Nazjatar. The war effort goes on here, and our unit continues its sorties into the Eternal Palace to take down the Naga Queen. But we've run into a bit of a supply problem that's a real annoyance. As you might guess, supply lines can be an issue when you're at the bottom of a giant hole in the sea, and they're having trouble getting us the weapons we need. The gun I brought with me is seriously underpowered for the foes here, and even with looting the enemy forces, I just can't seem to get a decent weapon. I wrote to my family back home to see if they could get me something in Ironforge, but they said the war demand has created real shortages, and what is there is ridiculously overpriced. Most of the lads in the unit are having the same problem, but we soldier on the best we can and hope that one of us might get lucky and loot something decent. Oh, what I wouldn't give to have my old Dazdora in my hands again. That was a bonny boomstick. Ah, well, no sense living in the past. Keep the home fires burning, lad. Huh. Well, it certainly doesn't seem right that we can't get our soldiers the weapons they need. I wouldn't even know who to write to about that. But maybe someone is listening who can do something about it. Dwarven Dispatches is sponsored by Nessingwary Safari, who remind you that no one is meant for defeat. Checking the Azeroth calendar, as we reported in the news segment, free t-shirt day occurred recently, and we hope you had a chance to take advantage of this event. Professor Talib and I took the opportunity to visit the vendors throughout Azeroth and got a pretty good collection. And as a college student, I can tell you free clothes are always appreciated. Now I don't have to wash out my one t-shirt every night in the river. And speaking of clothing, the trial of style will be here before you know it. And I can bet that the free t-shirts will be showing up on the runways. It's time once again for our weekly feature, The Inside Story with everyone's favorite Draenei food and lodging critic, Velmic. So, Velmic, how's Dowlin doing, my friend? Hey there, Tosh. Well, very good news. Dowlin can stand now and has taken a couple of steps. Oh, Velmic, that, that's just wonderful. Yes, yes, we are all very happy. She is still very weak in legs and will be long time before she is fully recovered, but things are going better. And you should tell Rejak, thank you for nice offer of free mechanical legs. But Dowlin would not need them now, and honestly, I'm not sure she would have been comfortable doing advertising for him. Oh, seriously? Well, <laughs> I'm sure Rijak's heart was in the right place. Probably somewhere close to his coin purse. But still, it was a nice offer. I know, right? But 
Speaking of mechanical legs... Oh, that's right! You went to Mechagon last week. How was it? Very interesting. Fortunately, it is much easier to get to than when first it was discovered. I talked to many peoples there while I visit and oh, what an effort! But now it was simple flight from Boralus. And how did you find the place once you got there? Why would I try to find place once I am already there? No, <laughs> I, I meant what did you think of the place? Oh, <laughs> sorry, sometimes phrases are still a little difficult for me. Well, like I said, it is interesting place. Demesis and I fly into Overspark Outpost and village, uh, town, uh, pile of scrap. Not sure what to call it, really, but they call it Raspold. And it's headquarters for Prince Erasmin and Raspold Rebellion. Yes, we reported on that here on the show a while back. All right, anyway, Raspold doesn't have much to recommend it as place for visit unless you are really into scrap metal and gears. But I must say it was lively place with many visitors and residents all very busy. Everywhere I look, there are gnomes and goblins tinkering and working on all sorts of gadgets. And what did Demesis think of the place? Oh, cousin Demesis said destruction remind her little bit of Argus, eh, without all the darkness and green, of course. But it seemed to her like place that still had hope and was fixable in a way Argus will never be again. Oh, wow, that, that sounds kind of sad. Well, for Argus, yes. For Mechagon, not so much. We talked to members of Rebellion, and they were very hopeful that with assistance from champions and heroes from all over Azrath, that Prince Erasmin will win and Mechagon can be nice place again. So, speaking of nice places... Okay, sure, in review. Tush, for first time, I am not sure what to say about the inn. As Demesis and I walk around Rustbolt, we are looking for any kind of building that looks like might be in. We even ask directions and walk around block couple of times, when finally Demesis stop at corner and say to me, Valmek, I think this may be in. No, I say, there is nothing there. But she tap on mailbox and nod at open space on corner. Tosh, that is all that was there. Just wide spot next to path. What kind of inn is this, I am thinking? I mean, I know place is not fancy, but we have reviewed lots of inns in worse places. And maybe they only have a couple of chairs and maybe a cot. But at least have roof. Wow, wow is right. The missus and I meet innkeeper, if <laughs> you can call him that, named Smiles Cracklekey, and his partner, Niru Datagir, who sell food and drink. We talk to Smiles, and boy, is he cranky. All we ask if there was food and drink available, and he almost snapped my head off with his clamps. Wait, what? Clamps? Yes, he had clamps for hands, and lots of rest of body was mechanical, too. And he sure didn't seem happy about it. He didn't, huh? No. Apparently, it wasn't his choice. King Mechagon is transforming gnomes to mechanomes whether they want it or not. And apparently, many don't. Oh, dear. Uh, wow. I wonder if Rizak realizes that. Why would Rizak care? Uh, uh, nothing. Never mind. So, what else about the end? So... 
like I say, not much to talk about. We did take a look at menu from Niru Detegir, and not much there in way of real food. The missus tried the enhanced water and dehydrated nourishment packet. She tell me that she had lots of lousy water rations on Argus, but those seem like feast compared to this food. And this was food in name only. I tried the improbable Makeno chicken wings and nearly broke tooth. Who is this food for? Tash, I don't want to sound like Eliandor, but this inn was truly awful. Wow, that's really something coming from you. You almost always find something good to say about an inn. Ah, okay. It's easy to get into and out of and has mailbox. There, happy now. <laughs> okay. I guess I shouldn't be so hard on them. After all, when you are fighting rebellion, innkeeping is probably not high priority. But you would think with all their gadgets and gizmos aplenty, and I would guess who's its and what's its galore? What? <laughs> nothing, go on. Okay, anyway, I guess I will give them one crystal for at least trying. Maybe if Rebellion is successful and Innkeeper gets hands back, next time when we go, it will be a nice place. Well, there you have it, folks. Next time you're in Mechagon and need an inn, sounds like your best bet is to fly back to Boralus. So, where to next week, my friend? So, after visiting a couple of dangerous new places of Nazjatar and Mechagon for the last couple of weeks, Demesis and I decide to take Daolin and Alice for a nice visit to a place we hear about called Amber Pine Lodge in Grizzly Hills. We hear about it from visitor to Half Hill, and place sounds lovely. Well, we'll look forward to hearing about it. Till next time, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Aka, Tush. See you next week. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Whether you're a local or just passing through, the Lazy Turnip has the food and drink to satisfy any appetite, including cold, refreshing Storm Stout Brew, brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Well, thanks for joining me again this week, folks. And with the Mushan season underway, you'll want to tune in every week for Mushan Chat where Mushan's head coach Mo Driftbranch breaks down the previous week's game and gives you his analysis for the coming weeks. March on, Mushans. March on. See you next week, and remember, free Pandaria. The Half Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. 
Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com. Thank <laughs> you.